open. I wish I had a sparkle, sparkle boy. I didn't put it in the fridge yesterday. As I always do that, I put my sparkly boy in the fridge, and yeah. it's nice and cold for for tomorrow, Paul. But yesterday, Paul is such a stupid, dubby dope yeah, idiot. You ain't got no sparkling water in a can. No, right now, Paul is. So what do you thirsty. got? Regular water. Regular water in a jar. So, Jen, big hot story this week actually is about how Victoria is no longer the romantiest place in all of Canada. Yeah. Romantiest? The most, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fort St. John. Sorry, I forget how to <laughs> say it again in this podcast. Fort McMurray so took us over. so many forts, right? Yeah. Fort Langley. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> That's that's all of them. You got them. That's it. Those are the two. Fort McMurray, yeah. Fort John, Fort Dave, Fort Allen, Fort Fort Fort. Keep going. Fort 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 McNeil. That's a real one. That is a real one. Fort yeah. Prince Harry. Uh huh. Continue. If you're going to be named Fort still, you're going to have to look like a fort. That's what I say. You Like, I want... I've always said that. Uh, okay, I've always maintained. Show me the fort. Yeah, I want, like, log structures. I want it to look like an old-timey fort. So I think Fort Langley actually does, does have, have a, a bit of that. Yeah. Okay, it looks like a fort. And if ever they decide to take that down, well, guess what? You just get rolled into Langley now. Yeah. Everything about you, your cultural distinctiveness is assimilated into just regular Langley. Show me Fort Blanket. That's my favorite kind of fort. Does it exist? On the map. Show me it. So Fort McMurray should just be called McMurray. McMurray. And I should just be able to call it McMurray. All right? Fuck that place. Yeah, fuck that place. So now... Fort McMurray. Now, okay, I had an idea this week when it was announced that Amazon declared Fort McMurray as the most romantic city in Canada. I was like, oh, you know what would be a fun joke for a radio douchebag to do is we should call a sex store or like a a romance store, you know, like a dildo store in Fort McMurray and, you know, like harangue them over the phone. And we didn't end up doing that because it's kind of hacky, but whatever. Um, But I did I did look up pervert stores in Fort McMurray Mm -hmm. and I got like a street view yeah and Fort McMurray sucks I've never been there but what a terrible place just just not beautiful not a good looking town I'm sorry no it's like very like gray isn't it like like there's a lot of pavement there's a lot of like structures yeah but not good ones no and I've lived in like a similar town and I'm here to tell you there's nothing romantic about these towns in the least. So here's what I think happened, because we talk about this later in the pod. By, by these metrics, it's so strange that one city against another would change so drastically from year to year. You know, mm-hmm. Victoria was number one. We bought the most dildos seven years in a row. Wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's how they measure that. And we, for the last almost a decade, could extrapolate from that that we were a romantic city. It wasn't just our, the amount of pornography and dildos we were buying from Amazon. It was all the things that makes us romantic. People, and I think people agreed across the country. When you look at that and you see Victoria number one, they're like, yes, of course. If I'm going to go to a romantic trip anywhere in Canada, mm. maybe Niagara Falls, but I don't quite understand that. It's just a big waterfall. But people come to Victoria from across the country to be romantic. Oh, yeah. It just made sense. Yeah. And I think that was just going to lock in forever. And I think, now here's my conspiracy theory, okay? Mm. Amazon was like, no one's paying attention to this shit anymore. Why would they? Yeah. These rankings of how romantic everybody is. If we put Victoria as number one forever, that's just not going to work. People are not going to care. They're going to be like, yeah, of course it's Victoria. We know that. Who cares? By doing this, they're switching it up. So now we are being like... Amazon, do-do-do says, right? Right, And then now we are talking about Amazon. Oh. Stirring the pot a little bit. Right. Getting the chatter up. Okay, yes. Chatter bait up. It's a marketing snafferoo. Yeah, that's That's right. That's what I think. Okay, I think you're on to something. Anyway, um, what's romance to you here? Romance here in Victoria? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, I've told you this many times. It's all about how many places there are to park by the ocean. Yeah, right. Make out spots. Make out spots. Yeah, get some food. Go by the ocean. Because how really are you going to qualify or quantify romance? It's just like everyone has a bed or a kitchen table on which to make love. Mm-hmm. Everyone has got candles across the country. Every city's the same with that. How do you quantify it? Yeah. That's why they did these dildo rankings. But guess what? You can have dildos by the ocean in Victoria. Exactly. Yeah. It's about like the geographical and all the things that happen here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. All the free love going on here. Yeah. Everyone's very accepting. You want to do sex with whoever you want to do? I think. You do. What I like is when people make me food because I don't know how to cook. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a love uh, language for you? um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your love language? Okay, so it, it's either, yeah, words of affirmation, yeah. acts of service, right. receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Right. So which of those, two, like two of those? Are you only you allowed say? two at a time? I think it's two, yeah. Because um, I really, all of those things I love so yeah. much. Like those really, like, I like to say that like, oh, who cares about gifts? But if someone buys me a gift, I keep it forever and I attach love onto that physical dumb thing mm. and then you know what i mean it's like it makes it impossible for me to throw anything away because everything means something to me the person that gave it to me yeah so yeah gifts for sure and then obviously physical touch i'm like i i just you just say that one is boning yeah not necessarily like i i also am physical touch but it's not necessarily like boning it's just like i like like actually just like holding them or like yeah. touching them or, like, cuddling them. Yeah. Like, if I'm near them, I'd have to, like, be on them. <laughs> yeah, really? It's like, oh, come here. I am like a cat in that way. It's like, okay, there is a lap and I will be on it. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then, um, I mean, I really like gifts. Yeah. But not, like, material gifts. Like, just little, like, things. But that might be, like, acts of service. Yeah. And you then strike physical me as an acts of service. And physical person. touch. Yeah. Quality time, I don't <laughs> care for. I mean, I like quality time, but yeah. I like my own time. Yes. I like like being having my own life and like being a little individual and then like at night snuggling up, you know. Yes. And then words of affirmation. I don't care. I'm, what? I, what if someone writes you the most beautiful, heartfelt card? That's, oh, I love it. That's, that's so nice. But it's not something that I'm like. If I don't have that, uh-huh. I'm not like. I don't know if he likes me or not. I'm like, if he likes me, he likes me. If he doesn't, he doesn't. He'll he's gonna show me it in a, a way that is like an act of service. Make you dinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I underestimate the cooking thing. It really is, hey, for everybody out there, cook, learn to cook. It is truly a wonderful, wonderful, like an aphrodisiac and, and an act of service that you can do for a person. Mm-hmm. I wish I was better at it. Me too. I can barely feed myself, I feel, a lot of times. Oh, you know, I have a very ridiculous diet. And I'm, I like, you know, at, at best, I'm eating like... Must fuel body, give vegetable and a protein, right? And then mm-hmm. at worst, I'm like, oh, this pizza is hilarious for how much cheese is on it. I will eat that. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's nothing in between for me. I really have a hard time with that, too. Like, I don't like to cook at all. I find it is a chore. And when I do have to cook, it's just like, it's never enjoyable for me. Right. Um, I don't know how people like it. It just doesn't make sense in my mind. Anyway, I love what, eating, mm. though. If someone gives me a nice food, I, I'm in. I, <laughs> nice food. I like to like, really hunker down in the kitchen about once a month. So, like, for December, I made peanut butter balls. Remember you had those? Mm, those and that's not delicious. cooking. That's, like, no. a baking thing. Yeah. And I actually really like that. I, you know, I spent an entire night hunched over, you know, rolling these goddamn balls mm-hmm. and following the recipe and, like, worrying if I was going to have enough vanilla and all that and fluttering around the kitchen. And I loved it. I loved it so much. So, I, yeah, I really ought to do more of it. Yeah, I love the feeling of, like, having done it, like, yeah. the aftermath. I just hate the process of it. Like, I made banana bread the other night. And oh, my it was God, because, it was delicious. Right? Yeah, yes. good. Yeah, I love making banana bread because it's pretty easy-ish. I fucking hate it, honestly. No, I hate I hate really? making banana bread. Yeah. I just had extra bananas. Um, I love eating banana bread. Mm. I hated the process. I hated cleaning up. Flour got everywhere. <laughs> Oh, they made so many dishes. Like, who likes mushing bananas? Nobody. Mm. You do it in your hands? No, I have a musher. Do you? <laughs> yeah, a potato masher. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
That's what you use. use Anyway, the key for good banana bread is adding extra bananas. Yes. The recipe is only going to call for three or whatever. You put an extra banana in there and a lot of fucking chocolate. You just make it all chocolate Mm -hmm. and it'll be delicious Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. moist. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you liked it. I I truly loved it. And I think the double chocolate or whatever you did there really made a massive, massive difference. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Oh, fuck. I don't know if I had anything else, but um, maybe let's call it there because I think we have a normal-sized pod this week. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, have a great week, and I hope your Valentine's Day... Oh, we'll have another one on Valentine's Day that we'll release next Friday. Oh, certainly. So, talk to you then. Bye. A group of people living in their vans on Dallas Road are going to be attending the mayor's open house on Tuesday to protest a new rule that targets them and imposes time limits on parking there. So today, we're giving it up to the OG van liver. You're going to have a lot of time for attending mayor meetings when you're living in a van down by Dallas Road. Off the hop there, we were talking about that new kind of proposed ban on van camping mm-hmm. on Dallas Road. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming very popular for people to be living in vans because, I mean, it is hard to get a spot uh, or a house in Victoria. Whether you're owning or renting, it's expensive. And uh, vans are a good alternative for people, right? Yeah. Everything in one spot. It's a lot cheaper. I know people who have done it, too. It is a way to kind of live a lot more cheaply a lot less less expensive right you just like live in your van and all that mm-hmm. i think the problem is now that it's become like a big thing that just everyone wants to live in their van if they're gonna live in their van they want this beautiful beachfront property you know what i mean like yeah. they want to park right up on dallas road and the people who live nearby are like this place is not really set up as a campground Okay, so there's no real spot for your garbage except for those garbage cans, but those get like so filled up. I know I used to walk down there all the time. Right. They'd be like overflowing, you know, especially when you had a bunch of vans parked there. Um, It's a tough one. I feel for these people in their van. They feel like this is how they can live. Yeah. Right? They're not sleeping in a doorstop somewhere, which I wouldn't want, or on the street. But. Don't want to live in a house or an apartment. Exactly. And then also, you know, paying for like a camping spot adds an extra cost as well and kind of defeats the purpose of, yeah. you know, living um, in, a, in a way that's affordable. Um, right now, the bylaw, it forbids RV parking on streets and it also forbids people from sleeping in motor vehicles overnight. So there already yeah, is right. a bylaw about it, but it's just not really being enforced. enforced. So tomorrow there's going to be a big meeting um, and uh, they're going to be talking about creating um, hour limits on parking there. So they're looking at around like three hour parking on Dallas Road. So if you do live in a van, Mm. it might be the end of uh, overnight camping there, unfortunately. And then they want that like strictly enforced as well. Yeah. It would be a great thing right now is for some place with like a big parking lot, Yeah, you know, with dumpsters there and everything. Uh, I don't know if it's a rec center or is some business or something that would just be like, hey, you know, after... some certain time at night we're friendly yeah come park sleep whatever put your garbage in the garbage dumpster and we're not gonna bother you and then just give these people in their RVs or vans an alternative because you can't be parking on Dallas Road no mm-hmm. more I guess that kind of already exists at Walmart parking lots you ever go there at night I have done yeah. that it's the whole yeah. city I know but we don't have a big parking lot in the Walmart Mm-mm. I know Big news that uh, one of our favorite bands is uh, has announced a tour. Cool. It's a North American tour. Oh. Uh, well, I guess uh, American tour because uh, it goes until goes until May. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the summer is open for this band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should mention that this band is a Ned Flanders metal band. Oh, okay. Right? Oakley yep. Doakley. Yes. You remember? Um, well, they just have this new uh, song called uh, Slaughterhouse that is out now. Oh. Sounds like this. Like this, but they are all. Every member of the band is dressed as Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. They get the pink little shirts, mm-hmm. a green sweater on, mustaches, mustaches, glasses. And that song in particular is about gratitude. And they said, "Us Neds sure do have a lot of gratitude for all your all the neighborinos who come out to their shows." So, oh. now we are disappointed that there are no BC dates or like anything that's really near us here on uh, the island. So. I mean... That's it. I'm starting a petition. Yeah? 
No more music festivals on this island until Oakley Doakley comes and is a part of them. That is exactly where I want to see Oakley Doakley. Yep. Okay. I remember when people move her, they came here twice. Once for the Bill Phillips Backyard Weekender, once out for the Rock to Shores. Mm-hmm. I got to interview them one time. You get introduced them on stage one time. They snuck up on you and did a spook to you. Yeah, that's right. These, if you don't know People Mover, they're the band, of course, uh, kind of similar music, and they're dressed like Sasquatches. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, they are Sasquatches. They are. They are born and raised. In the woods. That's right. So, similarly, I loved seeing People Mover in those two places. This is where I want to see people. Or, I mean, Dokali Dokali. Yeah, I feel like they would get a lot of support here, and those are the kind of bands that uh, I really want to see. Especially, in, like you said, in that sort of scenario where you're just around friends and neighborinos. Of course, we want to see some Ned's shred. Oh, my family can't live in good intentions, Marge. <laughs> Big news this weekend with all that was going on. So much news. But also, after an eight-year hiatus, Dunkaroos are coming back to stores. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the Dunk- Now, you and I, neither of us even noticed that Dunkaroos were gone, but mm-hmm. I guess that's because we're not children, elementary school children, pack, being, having our pack lunches packed by our mothers anymore. That's right. So there's no Dunkaroos. But you and I both bonded. We were not allowed to have Dunkaroos as kids. Yeah, I wasn't allowed Dunkaroos. I wasn't allowed, like, fruit gushers. Pretty much anything with, like, a lot of sugar or yeah. that was, like, pretty expensive. Right. I, we weren't allowed. So Same. we were, like, ham sandwich, yeah. juice box... And uh, a granola bar kind of um, uh, family. But Same. then sometimes my my mom liked to um, experiment and, like, make sure that we liked everything. So I would get, you know, more, like, strange things that you wouldn't see uh, in a lunch for a kid, like mm-hmm. pate and crackers. Okay, when you say pate, and, what yeah, is pate? Pate is like, um, it's like a liver um, spread, right? I think oh. that's what it is. Like duck liver, I think. I can't confirm. It's okay. Like, it's like a, it looks like a brick of um, brown. <laughs> And you put it on crackers usually. It's delicious, but not something you see very often for lunch. Spreadable meat. Okay, that's so funny because I also, like, I tried liverwurst when I was a kid just Mm -hmm. one time. And I was like, this is great. I like this a lot. And so my folks put it in my lunch for me. And I got mercilessly teased. Oh, yeah, me too. Because, like, what is that? It stinks. It's spreadable meat. It's not peanut butter and jelly. What are you doing? And kids <laughs> were so mean to me about it, and so I stopped having it. Yeah, or I would just leave it in my bag and be like, I'm just not going to eat today. Maybe I'll eat it after <laughs> school so they don't make fun of me. But now as an adult, isn't it great that you can be like, hey, I've got $5, and I'm going to go to the store and buy some Dunkaroos because I didn't get it as a kid. And here we are now as adults, and we can do those sort of things. Okay, do you want to know what? Listen, you know how I've been railing against birthday cake flavored donuts and Mm -hmm. crap like that? The vanilla Dunkaroos was that. It was like birthday cake frosting with those stupid rainbow sprinkles. Oh, so good though. No, sucked. Get the chocolate one, good. Vanilla one, bad. And I love vanilla, but no, it's just more birthday cakes nonsense. Yeah, seriously. No, the vanilla is great. You think? It's number one. Yes. It's the original. It is so good. We're not going to get into this fight, but um, yeah. Welcome back, Dunkaroos. Welcome back into our lives. Fun to say. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize they were gone, and maybe that's because I think they still were existing here in Canada. It's just in the States, they've been gone for the last eight years. But did you know that there was a website devoted to Canadians smuggling Dunkaroos into the United States? What? It was called Smuggleroos. <laughs> And you could register as a Canadian or as an American, and they had this whole thing, make America dunk again. And if you were traveling, you could smuggle Dunkaroos as many as you could into the States, and people would receive them and then sell them to their fellow Americans. Okay. From Canada. It was, it's, isn't that crazy? I like that. That's funny. It's like Underground Railroad (laughs) for Dunkaroos. How ridiculous. Uh, I wonder if it's the same for Kinder Eggs as well. Surprise eggs. Ketchup chips as well? Yeah. Malt's vinegar on the table? Mm. I just rolled my way to work today. I didn't even take my car because I'm still full from yesterday. Eating all that food. <laughs> I just rolled on into work. Yeah. Um, we had a Super Bowl small party at uh, Art Aronson the News, news guy, Reporter's house. Yeah. yeah. And you came and that was really great. But did you... <laughs> I didn't say... Look, he went to Costco and he... You know, did his best to like really spoil us with treats and everything like that. But the chips, I felt like it could have been better chips. What? I brought the guac. There was no guac. 
okay, and I want guac. I want nachos. Oh. I want a variety of potato chips, which there was not. I had to bring cheese pleasers for myself. Big old bag that I ate all by myself. Right? There just no, wasn't a lot of that. I thought he was great. That was a good spread. He had chicken wings. He had spanakapita. He had two different kinds of chips, like a hint of lime chip and another chip and salsa. He made a spread. Stop complaining about that. What I an angel of a friend he was. Yes, of course. But I want, like, okay. chips. Okay. Well, then you should have brought chips. I did. I did. I did. I brought some cheese <laughs> pleasers. Okay, let's do Let's cheese. do a wrap-up of the, the Super Bowl, though, okay. because, right, you know, people have opinions about it. Oh. Uh, what was your favorite part of the game? Um, look at I was just happy for Andy Reid. He was the um, old mustache man who yes. was the coach of the Chiefs, and he won. And then they dumped a bunch of Gatorade on him. I was so happy for him. He was my favorite character. He was, my, sure. yeah, he was great. <laughs> I really Probably liked you. the uh, confetti part where the confetti came down, and then one of the players did a snow angel in the confetti. That yeah. was a highlight for me. That was great. <laughs> Sports fans over here. That was really good. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the halftime performance with Shakira and uh, J J Lo? Um, first off, can you pronounce it the way you pronounced it last night? <laughs> I, liked, I don't even know how I pronounce it. I was like, Shak- Shakira. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I remember it as Shakariah. <laughs> and I really liked it a lot. Um, I thought they were so great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, not every Super Bowl halftime show is going to be Prince. Yeah, that was unreal. That's your gold standard. I get it. But, like, if you go into every single one just expecting that it's going to be that big of a spectacle... You're setting yourself up for disappointment for the whole rest of your life. But they were fantastic. I thought it was great performance. I liked their music enough. Yeah. It right? was seamless. Seemed to go well. Mm-hmm. Fun. Just a big, stupid, dumb spectacle with a bunch of lasers and lights. And your favorite commercial, Paul? By far. Mm-hmm. The Bill Murray one. Here's why. I loved yesterday that it was like, it was a big deal that it was like all these things converging. It was like stars aligning, right? It was... Palindrome Day, mm-hmm. 0202 2020. I like that. I like that it was Groundhog Day, even though I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. I have one groundhog who's my best friend. His name is Marty the Marmot, and that's all I care about. Right. And Super Bowl, fun. And that one commercial put, seemed to like converge them all together, and I yeah. thought we were really watching some magical witchcraft. It was good of you to show up to Art's small Super Bowl party yesterday mm-hmm. um, with no interest in the game or really the commercials, actually, right? No. Just came for the food? Just came for the socializing and the food. You were a little hungover, is that right? Yeah. I don't uh, need to talk about that. So, but you said that your favorite part was uh, after the Chiefs uh, won that there was one uh, player who was doing the snow angels and the confetti on the ground? Yeah, I think that was the highlight for me. So, I'm pretty sure that that was a guy, He was a, he's a defensive tackle for the Chiefs named uh, Derek Natty, and he also, not only did he do the cool thing you said mm-hmm. in the confetti, he has offered to pay for all of the adoption fees for dogs currently at the Kansas City Pet Project Shelter in Kansas City as a way to celebrate his Super Bowl win. <sighs> That's so nice. This is a hun- almost 120 dogs who are up for adoption, mm-hmm. and people can go in there, and now the fees, they range from 75 to 300 bucks. Don't worry about it. Derek's got it. Derek's got a big, fat Super Bowl diamond ring now, <laughs> and he'll take care of the adoption fee for you, and hopefully those 120-some dogs. I knew I liked that guy. I knew there was something about him. (laughs) Also, a dog probably would have done the same thing that he did in the confetti, uh, right? He gave me that vibe. We should say this is a hilarious thing. (laughs) Art reached out to Brian on the weekend on Saturday and was like, hey, can I come to Costco with you? Because you, as a family man, of course, have a Costco card. He doesn't. Um, And it was to stock up for his party Mm -hmm. that you were not invited to. (laughs) What a maneuver. (laughs) And did he give you like a pity invite? After. But it was like after I, because I knew what it was for. And of course I would have helped him out. So I said yes. And I was like, okay, come to my house. Uh, Just park your car here. We'll take my car. I got to get some stuff at Costco anyway. I wasn't really planning on going the day before the Super Bowl. (laughs) Was it crazy? It was like people were stocking up for the apocalypse. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take you. And I knew what what he was doing it for because I kept hearing about the Super Bowl party. Uh, And I was like, I can't wait till we get in line and I'm going to call him out on this. (laughs) Did you? Yeah, I had my phone out and everything is like so is this for the super bowl party you didn't invite me to (laughs) and he's like no you're invited you're invited oh my lanta 
Don't make me pull up that Facebook page. <laughs> well, hey, listen, uh, thanks to your Costco card, we all stuffed ourselves on That's wings good. and wontons. I was, how good were the wontons yesterday? Yeah. Hey, I just want to, in solidarity with you, I was not invited either, but I just showed, showed up. up and That's ate good. all the food. So That's good. For you, no. Brian, for you. Okay, so do you know that I've actually been looking at new trucks? <laughs> No, yeah, I know. It's like I really like trucks, and I was thinking about buying a new one. Okay, but and it's crazy because I've made the proclamation, right? I'm not buying another vehicle until I buy like an electric vehicle. Um, what, I don't know what I just save up for a Tesla or something beautiful mm-hmm. like that. Like that's what I want. Really want to do is my goal, right? My truck is fine right now. It's totally great. I love it. And then did you see Hummer. <laughs> Hummer <laughs> comes out with a completely electric. Beautiful pickup truck. Yeah, it's becoming very popular, these uh, electric trucks. Um, of course. Of course, this was part of a Super Bowl ad, wasn't it? Is that how they announced it? I believe so, yeah. Um, and like, okay, so Hummer hasn't made a, a new uh, model since 2014. Well, because... They've been on hiatus. Hummer kind of became synonymous with like big, dumb, dopey, just like gas guzzling, mm-hmm. right? It's like you didn't need it in a city. It's like it made sense as a utility, like a military utility vehicle, <laughs> yeah. right? But it just was like such a gas guzzler that it just became impractical in any other application besides like military one, and then you'd you know you'd see guys driving Hummers in the city, and you'd be like, oh look at this guy's Hummer, his gas guzzler, whatever. Yeah. I kind of became no, you know, it's like no bueno. Yeah, in a time where being environmentally friendly is uh, you know becoming more popular, yeah. you know, Hummer, of course, their sales probably went down, but now they have this EV car or truck, and it is a beast of a vehicle. As expected. And completely electric. And completely electric and quiet. Um, And they also said that it goes from uh, zero to 60 miles per hour in about three seconds, which to me is just terrifying and I think unnecessary, but... Oh, it's so beautiful. I wonder if they got some of that Tesla technology in it, right? Whatever mm. they're doing. So anyways, I just find it so hilarious and wonderful and ironic that Hummer goes from being that to now being this to like releasing this glorious beast of a truck mm-hmm. that's completely electric. And it doesn't look completely crazy bones like the Cybertruck. It's true. Right? It fits in. Yeah. It looks like a nice <laughs> truck. So one of my favorite things uh, hockey related that I saw this weekend was the Canucks game in New York. Okay. Uh, I guess there's this group of people that come together once a year for referee appreciation night. So it was two <laughs> sections of the stadium that just had people in referee uniforms and they were only cheering for the refs and the linesmen and they all had signs like that was a good call. And this okay, so this has been happening for years. It started off with like 27 people yeah. and then it's just been growing yearly. I think they're up to like over 100 people uh, who come out for one of the games in New York, dress as refs and just cheer on the refs for good sportsmanship. Sorry, but did you say that like two sections? Full two full people? sections. Oh my God. Of people in ref uniforms only cheering when the refs made a call. That and just amazing. Imagine being a ref that night too, yes. feeling so appreciated. <laughs> that needs to, to happen here in Victoria too. I think that would be so much fun. Oh my God, it'd be good. Listen, refs get a bad rap, you know? Yeah. Well, just like, you know, call doesn't go your way if they make a mistake or whatever mm-hmm. but like look at talk to a ref at any level i don't care if whl certainly in the majors down to like high school refs if they are doing that they take it so seriously mm-hmm. it's insane and take it to heart too if they're getting booed right like God, you guys let that roll off your back. Yeah. <laughs> God, you can't let it get to you, man. It's part of being a ref. Mm-hmm. God chose me to ref, and I'm going to ref. <laughs> Everyone in Victoria is so excited because of the buzz around this A&W commercial that's being filmed around Trounce Alley. The A&W guy was even there. It just begs the question... The A&W Root Bear. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he wasn't involved in that commercial. Where is he now? Oh, uh, hon, that bear is back again with the hat on. Oh, the, the one without the pants? Hey, get out of there! Get, hey, chew, you bear! Get out of my garbage! Ryder, fetch me a wooden spoon and a pot. I'm gonna bang him at it. Gerald, it never works.
The Arkells went to school and they actually met each other uh, going to school for uh, political science. And oh, so okay. it just makes perfect sense that they are politically minded in that way. And then they take that uh, mindedness to what they do now and inject it into their art. Where so much of uh, music just across the board in any genre these days is mm-hmm. like staying away from current events and kind of you know, making a political statement with their music. The Arkells are falling into that tradition of using their voice yeah, and, their um, and making their statement and standing up for what they believe in. Yeah, and their New Year's resolution this year is to invest in the things that truly matter. And what they're saying is good, accountable news sources matter to them. Wow. And they want their fans to get on board with that. So they have this really cool promo that they're doing right now will where they'll give you a free custom designed t-shirt the t-shirt's great it's got like a typewriter on the back it says arkells mm. and then uh it's just like a black t with a little arkell symbol on the front and uh you get this t-shirt for free if you prove that you have a new subscription to a local news source wow. of your choice um it's something that we take for granted right this is a this should be a paid service and we are able to access a lot of these sources for free online to a certain extent but how are these people still able to have their jobs and get paid to give us true and accountable information. So he's just encouraging everyone to get a local news subscription, which I think is great. And uh, you can do so by going uh, to arkelsmusic.com and then you just have to show a little proof of uh, the new subscription and then you'll be sent a t-shirt. Wow. Okay. What about this? Can I send them a video? of myself waking up to the sound on my clock radio of Jason Lamb reading the news and me doing this, which I do every morning. Shut up, Lambo! <laughs> slapping the thing, slapping the snooze. Are you going to be paying him a monthly subscription fee for that? You know what? Yes. And then I'll also send another video or I like slip Lambo five bucks. I'm like, go. doing a great job, buddy. And some little, little spank. Here you go. And then another picture of me and Art and, and I'll put Art and Lambo both in headlocks. That's... Hey, they're news people. That'll get they're you a free sources. subscription. For, I mean, a free T-shirt for sure. I should hope. <laughs> hey, uh, are you following this drama with these bachelor people? And they're supposed to do like a a, a camera shoot. Uh, did you follow this? What are you talking about? Is there someone named Pete and someone named Victoria? Does that sound right yes. to you on The Bachelor? Yes. I haven't okay. seen the new episode, though, so don't come at me with those spoilies. No, 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 I won't. But I was reading this as crazy news is that they were supposed to take a picture and be on the cover of a magazine. Okay. And then the magazine was like, oh, we saw Victoria. Is that her name? Yeah. We saw her in like an old photo shoot wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. Oh, no. So no, guess no, what? No. We're not going to put you on the cover of this God. magazine anymore. Well, I'm happy she's not on the cover of that magazine I anymore. I guess, That's right. wild. Yeah. Okay. I, I wonder. Mm, yeah. Is she allowed to be like, oh, yeah, whoops, I didn't know or something like that or any of that? And now, just, okay, so you tell me because I don't know anything about The Bachelor. Okay. Does Pete, is he in love with her? I don't think so. But I haven't seen the new episode. Maybe love happened. Who knows? Okay. But they get to be on a magazine. Okay. This show is crazy to me. (laughs) They're going to be on a magazine together, but he might not be in love with her. You should only be on magazine covers with people that you're really in love with. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Because now what happens if he falls in love with someone else and then he's going to have this People magazine framed up in his house with some other person? I, I'm, this is all the first I've heard of it. I didn't realize they were doing a shoot together. I have to be really honest. The whole thing seems a little bit dysfunctional to me. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's so nice to watch. Oh. That's, that's kind of what happens. That's the, like, this is all so wild. It doesn't make any sense at all. That's the appeal. Let me watch it. I see. Oh, right, my god. Let me tell the story, okay? Listen, I got, I just got hooped by a, um, an online thing I'm going to do where I was like, I bought these little bracelets. Okay. It's like, you know, those little, little bracelets, those little friendshipy nautical themed little string bracelets and you tie them on a knot and it's like a little friendship thing. And you, I, they're nice. They're like a simple little rope bracelet. You mm-hmm. get them at a, you get them when you go to the arcade and you win prizes. Yeah. Or like Tim Hortons had them in for camp day last it's, year. And like sometimes you buy them and like money goes towards charity and it's like a symbol of that. So that's why I did it too is, is like for $5 you buy a bracelet online and it's a simple nice little bracelet. And I, for this one it was like this money goes to like for every bracelet you buy a pound of garbage gets taken out of the ocean. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll buy these little bracelets. I like them anyways. It's nice yeah. little stuff. Okay. 
They sent me a pound of garbage <laughs> for three. Number one, the bracelets are like so cheap. If you remember the ones that you bought for $2 at Tim Hortons two years ago, they are way cheaper than that. And I paid $6 each for them. Number one. So I feel a little ripped off. They're like tiny. They're mm-hmm. so small. They barely fit on my wrist. And then they sent me for these three bracelets. They probably sent me a pound of plastic crap <laughs> that they're wrapped in. Yeah. The box looks like it could be a box for like someone's um, maybe like three hats. It's and, huge. And uh, a t-shirt and some pants. Like it is a massive okay. box. Then and there's a plastic bag. Single use plastic bag. No, there's plastic in everywhere in the studio. Every one of them came individually wrapped in a police of garbage plastic. For three little ropes. And um, these ropes are made out of plastic too. They look like you could get this rope from the dollar store. You were duped. And I don't even know if they actually, like, what is this company? I don't know. You don't know? You just saw it online and decided to buy it? You need a little redemption here because (laughs) you just created so much plastic. (laughs) But, okay. I'll just drive it to the ocean and dump it in myself. How about that? (laughs) That's not good. What are we doing? That's why I never buy anything online. No. (laughs) Like, no. Everything's everything's so much smaller. I can make you this. I've got some string in my bag tied in a knot for you. I wish you would make me a friendship bracelet. <laughs> uh, so I was looking at this news story about a plane that uh, had to be turned around because someone said that they had coronavirus, which is serious. I mean, there is an outbreak, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, and it was going from... Uh, Toronto to Jamaica, and they ended up turning around this plane. Now it's coming out that the person did not have coronavirus and is now getting charged for mischief. Oh, whoops. So apparently they got... They stood up at one point and (sighs) said that they had coronavirus and that they were just in China. I don't know why they decided to do that, but they did. And, of course, WestJet, they had to do the regular protocol for mm-hmm. infect- infectious diseases. And they had to turn the the, the plane around. Uh, they had to check him for symptoms. He didn't have symptoms. And now he's getting charged. So that's just like a reminder. Like, don't even joke about it. I don't know if it was a joke or what was going on with this person mm-hmm. that made them decide to do this. But, yeah, if you're going on a plane, don't even joke about coronavirus because uh, they will take it seriously as they should yeah it's a little scamp mm-hmm. um so i don't know about you jen but you know it's like here on the radio i feel like i'm pretty reserved like i well you know <laughs> i don't know well, or just like i just like i i run things through a filter a heavier heavier filter than i would if i was just like palling around with my chums because oh. right you never know you know you don't want to say something that's bad or naughty or a swear mm-hmm. word or whatever right and get in trouble so i but i also feel like that filter is on hardcore even harder actually when i'm at the security lineup or on a plane because like i know just people are nervous already as it yeah. is in these giant flying tubes that is true yeah just more more um reason to be quiet in an airport or on a plane. On a plane as well. Right. Don't even make jokes. Yeah. yeah, like don't, you can't, you gotta watch, you can't, because people are nervous and you can't be like shooting your mouth off about, you know, various things and you just gotta add coronavirus to the list of things you cannot joke about on an airplane. Yeah, true. And I'm one of those people that when I am nervous, I use humor as a way to like mask it sure. and it can come out in very inappropriate ways. Really? So like, yeah, I really gotta watch what I say. Yeah. Runs in my family. Okay, guess what? <laughs> nothing is funny on a plane. No, nothing. Nothing's funny in the lineup, insecurity, or on a plane. But now you have found the reason why he has done this. So they got <laughs> an interview with this guy, and yeah. he wanted to make a viral video. That's why he did this. Yeah. So he wanted to make a viral video, and what he was saying, he wanted to like invoke thought and uh, discussion around it on social media, but not on the plane. Do you want to hear him talk? Yeah. Okay. Well, I had my camera with me. I was looking to to get a viral video. I was looking to get it up on all the social media platforms. I oh. figured it would invoke some type of reaction, not on the plane, more people seeing on social media going, wow, this kid's got some balls or this kid is crazy, what? whatever it is. So, so you were looking for some sort of uh, promotion or viral video? I was looking to to create a video, yes, that was that would go viral. 
What? That's the reason. That's the reason. And the plane had to turn around. Uh, over 200 people had their trip to Jamaica kind of canceled or ruined because of this guy because he wanted to make a viral video. Why does this happen? Why are we living wow. in this in this day and age wow. where that is a thing? Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah, that's what it. A shame. That's it. It's <laughs> over. This whole viral everything mm-hmm. to be an influencer. All it's over. That's it, jumping the shark. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. One big sigh. I guess the business section of the National Post, the Financial Post there is reporting that BlackBerry <laughs> is going to stop making and selling their handset in August, their phone. Mm-hmm. Did you know that BlackBerry was still no, making I phones? No, know that people had Blackberries still. See, I did know because my dad loves BlackBerry and he loves that it was a Canadian company and everything and oh. like to this day I'm pretty maybe his latest phone he got a Google phone or something but like yeah. he just was so all in on BlackBerry for so long but I am surprised I thought they quit making Blackberries a couple of years ago at least yeah I didn't know there was any new models or anything like that because every time uh, my dad be like check out my new phone I'd be like <laughs> where are you getting these yeah. things where are you getting a BlackBerry in the yeah, year the Black 2017 yeah. yeah what is happening all right. Well, rest but, in peace, maybe. Yeah, rest in peace. Because for a while there, that's all it was. BlackBerry, top. Oh that yeah, was a, that was a real Canadian success story. Oh my gosh, remember when it was the Razor, the Motorola Razor, and that was like the standard phone, right? But when someone had a BlackBerry in your friend group, it's like, oh, okay, we get it. You're rich. Okay, you Your need to read emails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So important. Okay, it is official now that uh, Donald Trump has been cleared in his impeachment impeachment trial. And uh, I'm not super surprised considering the Senate was made up of a whole bunch of his fellow Republicans. And uh, the the vote uh, acquitted him of... Uh, 52 to 48 on charges of abuse of power and 53 to 47 on obstruction of Congress. Of course, the 48 and the 47 is all except for one um, Democrat. Right. So, yeah, not a big surprise here. No. So, But it's over now, so we'll have to stop talking about it, and hopefully things go smoothly for the next year. Oh, except that it is election time now. It's mm. just going to ramp up into insanity. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I say, though, uh, I spent this morning uh, following this a little bit, and I was watching uh, Mitt Romney give a talk about he was, and he has now made history as the only senator to vote against his own party in an impeachment trial. Right. I wonder how things are going to turn out for him now. Well, I'll tell you. I was watched his speech, and if you have eight minutes, maybe give it a watch. I found it incredibly... um, I just had a lot of respect for the guy. Mm. Because... And he talks all about it in the speech, too, the way that he is under enormous pressure... And especially because he's kind of a figurehead. He was, of course, the 2012 presidential nominee for the Republicans, too, right? But he is under enormous pressure as the, of one of the faces of that party to vote along party lines like all the other Republicans did. Mm-hmm. And he decided that he could not in good conscience. He had sworn to look at the actual evidence and make a proper judgment. And he said that it was completely proven that what Trump had done was wrong and was did qualify as high crimes and misdemeanors. And he could not vote to acquit him on wow. that. And he and he was like, I know I'm going to catch a ton of heat for this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I cannot in good conscience. And again, ton, I have so, so much respect for him watching him say that, regardless of anything else you might you know think about this guy, um, for, for standing up for what in this case was right. Yeah. Really. And um, so we'll see. Yes, acquitted. We knew this was going to happen, but mm-hmm. I really wonder how this will follow um, into the uh, general election this year down in the States. But yeah. look, at, it's fascinating, and there are our closest allies, and it's good to pay attention to it, I think. Absolutely. Okay, we can take off our crown now. We this are no longer the most romantic city in Canada. After seven years of holding that title from Amazon, we are no longer the most romantic city. This is an absolute bulldinkery. We fell from number one, a place that we held for seven straight years in a row, Mm -hmm. to number 10. 
Is that does I don't, that seem legitimate to you? I don't know how this is possible. But um, looking at the reasons as to why we are, you know, number ten, um, they look at like the purchase of romance novels, mm-hmm. romantic comedies, relationship books, jewelry, and sexual wellness products. Ah. Now, I would say, you know, if a, a city is buying all those sort of products, then maybe there's a, a problem with romance in that city, and maybe they have to buy material things in order to compensate for such lack of romance in okay. the city. That's my theory behind it. So maybe mm. we're, we're doing the opposite. We weren't very romantic, and we had to rely on that. So now, you know, we're starting to get our zhuzh on and, uh, you know, make romance in, uh, in a real spot instead of buying it. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm learning a lot about you in that oh. in that uh, hypothesis. There is that you feel that a romance is something that flows simply between two unencumbered human beings, or three, or four, or however, however many, without the uh, aid of any extraneous materials. I mean, the aid could help, but I mean, with romantic novels, that's a one on that's a, a one person. Um, <laughs> Activity, unless you're reading it to a partner. Well, yeah. I don't know. You never read to somebody or had someone read to you? Not a romance novel, but oh, maybe I'm missing lovely. out. Maybe it's, this is what I need to be doing. It is lovely. Get my Playboy out and read the nice articles. But listen, I agree with you. I mean, for Amazon to, to look, I, I just understand how we felt, how we were like so number one, even by these metrics. I disagree. I agree with you, though. Okay. I disagree with the metrics of this makes a city more or less romantic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I just feel that it's weird that if we're, it's like, you know, apples to apples, these metrics that we fell from first to 10th place, I don't know what's going on. It's a huge drop. Maybe it's true. Maybe people are just finding love with each other more and not having to buy extra stuff. Okay. Well then here's what we need to do then. Mm-hmm. Take a poll. Are you doing it? <laughs> Who's often, doing it? How often are you doing it? As if candles involved, <laughs> you get an extra point if you lit a candle. That's real romance. <laughs> we are flabbergasted by this because I think individually we've had some great romance in the last year. So right? Oh, you mean like me as a person? Yeah. Yeah, there, it's been a romantic year. Amazon. Yeah. So come over to my house and tell you what's up now. In the last, but <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> just, I'm just inviting Jeff Bezos over. Okay. To talk about romance, but listen. Uh, you know what is the number one uh, city now? Fort St. John? No, Fort McMurray. Even worse. <laughs> Fort McMurray <laughs> in Alberta. So confused. What? It goes Fort McMurray, Toronto, mm-hmm. Yellowknife, Bonneville, Alberta, North York, Ontario, Ottawa, Grand Prairie, Burlington, Kelowna, Victoria. Weird. What is going on what, in Fort McMurray? What, is what that, do they have that we what don't? What kind of a baby boom is going on in Fort? <laughs> like I can see, like uh, so can't move, snow everywhere. All right, what else are we gonna do? There's not a lot to do there. Be romantic to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand. Honey, let's go to a real romantic getaway to Fort McMurray. A weekend in Fort McMurray with my love. McMurray. <laughs> we had some zoners text in, and it was it was nice because. Though romance may be dying in Victoria, it's not dying in certain relationships. And this is what Sean had to say. I have a total customer history of the romance shop of over $4,000. I'm having the time of my life with my best friend of 35 years. That's so sweet. So beautiful. First of all, happy for you. We are both very happily pervy together. (laughs) But it's good. This raises a great point. (laughs) The Amazon bases these numbers on like how many, you know, things you're buying from them. Mm -hmm. And what your message really brings up, though, too, is that Victoria is flooded with so many great romance shops around town here that we don't need to go to Amazon to pick stuff up. Well, there you go, too. Yeah, I think that shopping local is definitely a trend in Victoria, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. And a lot of people are, you know, maybe it has to do with we're not buying things online as much here in the city. Could be. Like, I think out there, there's probably it's very much more conservative and they've got probably zero to one such shop or store and they probably have to okay sean uh, before we let you go here you know not to dive too deeply or ask you anything uh you know too personal but uh with four thousand dollar tab there you must have some recommendations (laughs) you know what it's all about just caring and loving and and liking you know and really wanting the best for your significant other in whatever way that that comes across then that's all good that's lovely and what is your idea of romance Mm. 
Well, constantly thinking about them, constantly sending them texts or messages, how much you care, never taking them for granted. You know, I read a few books when I was in my late teens. Taoist Secrets of Sexual Energy is a very good one. Uh, but basically, always focusing the attention on the other person. Why limit yourself? Only around here once. Enjoy it while you have it. I like, uh, I say thank you. <coughs> Not at the time. Yeah. That comes a little desperate. But next day is always a thank you message. Wow, thank you so much. Huh. Can't believe you did that with me. Yeah. How horrible for you. Uh, truly a gift. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lovely. Thanks again. <laughs> around Airbnb that they're talking about. Tell me. I don't know how I feel about this, but uh, local guests under the age of 25 might be banned from booking entire homes from Airbnb. Uh, so if you're a local, so say you live in Victoria and you decide to rent a home and you're 24 years old and you decide to rent an entire house, you might not be able to do that because they're saying that there's just too many partiers and too many complaints with partying with anyone who is under the age of 25. That super sucks for people. Like, that's a few rotten eggs mm-hmm. spoiling the whole bunch of apples. Okay? I hate that. Mm-hmm. I remember being that age and I always wanted to rent a convertible car and you're not allowed to rent a convertible car until you're 25 years old. Why? Because some Yahoo drove it off the road or was acting like a crazy? Mm-hmm. And now I'm not allowed or because young kids do bad things. I was a responsible guy. And I've been... Okay, one time I went to an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I was in like the downstairs. But in the upstairs was like a whole bunch of uh, young kids. And we all like got together one night like around a bonfire at the beach or whatever like that. It was like a beach house. And I was chatting with them and I was like, oh, yeah, what's your deal? And they were from out of town and they were in town for a wedding. And they were young kids. They were like under 25. And they were so respectful. They went to their wedding. They came home drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they all passed out. And then they had a nice brunch the next morning. So now you're telling me that. They don't get to do that anymore because, again, some rotten apples. I got to say that now that I'm over the age of 25, I'm more irresponsible when I rent a house with all my friends. <laughs> you know? Yes! <laughs> um, I just feel like I have more freedom now that I'm older. <laughs> okay. Well, but then I, what is the solution, Jen? What do we do here? I don't know. You yeah, know? I always found that there was that kind of weird in-between age when you are able to drink now. So yeah. you're an adult. You're you know going to university. You're doing whatever it is that you're doing. But you're not 25 yet, so you're not like taken seriously. At least that's how I found it. I'm fresh out of that right now. I feel like maybe at any age, you got to have maybe references. Oh, yeah. There you go. And we're going to call your reverence. Hey, has this person ever wrecked your house with a bunch of douchebaggery? No, well, you get to, but guess what? I wouldn't be able to rent anything. <laughs> if I'm your reference, yeah, right. The Oscars are this weekend, and a lot of people are just cramming in the last minute movies, movie screening. If you're able to, and it's never been easier with, um, you know, it's like streaming and internet and all that. Try and crush all nine of the movies hmm. that are up for best picture, because. Uh, and then if you want to watch those Oscars, it gives you, you know, some little skin in the game, right? Right. You actually care or or not even like care because like at this point I've watched eight out of the nine. We watched Little Women last night. And I don't really have one that I'm rooting for super hard because they're all great. Like all the movies are great. That's number one. You're going to watch nine great movies. Mm-hmm. Except for Joker. I don't like that. Oh. But. I forgot that that one was part of it. I know, right? What are we doing here? <laughs> but. At very least, when you're watching that award show, you can't, you know what's going on. Yeah. You know what's what against what. You know, because a lot of times I'd watch the awards because it's on, and then I'm just like, I haven't seen any of these movies. Well, whose fault is that? Your own. My own. How was Little Woman? Yeah, it was it was great, I guess. The acting is really good. It's beautiful. It's beautifully shot. The costumes and the sets and everything. Yeah, it's great. I just like didn't know what the hell was going on oh. the entire time. <laughs> I just like... Well. I don't know. It's very, it's very old fashioned, and I know uh, it's like a old story and all that. But it's just like, oh, I shan't ever have t- words with you ever again. And now we're married. Yeah, I have a, I have a hard time relating to those period pieces too. I was like, what? I what? What? This doesn't make sense. Why are you doing this? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. cool. It was wild. Well, this one. Okay, if you know little women, this one of them is like, uh, she little. Oh, I'm yeah, she's little, and she's like, oh, I'm married to this man, but. He's ever so poor, and I wish for beautiful dresses that are expensive. Uh-huh. I was like, if you care about expensive dresses, why'd you marry this guy if he's poor? Why'd you go marry a rich guy? Because love, Paul. She's in love with him. I, 
but all that's the other thing too. I didn't to believe the love. He's just he's just there, and then they're married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> all right. And their neighbor is rich. So like, go marry the neighbor. And then the mayor neighbor marries a different one. It was spoilers. Wild. I tell you, it was wild. All right. What a ride. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Madonna uploaded a video saying that she wants Meghan Markle and Harry to move into her New York apartment instead of living in what she calls boring Canada. Yeah, this was really big news yesterday. Evidently, we decided not to talk about it or pay it any attention at all because that would, in fact, make us very boring. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go skydiving now and do not boring things. I got my wingsuit on and I'm going to go paragliding. How's that for boring? Take that, Madonna. Oh, we're being boring. Damn it. We're all upset. Oh, we're not going to be able to get any ride share. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not going to get ride share out to the ferries ever. Oh, Vancouver gets it. They need it. Okay, yeah, I get that. And, yeah. you know, we have it pretty good here in Victoria. But sure, it would be nice if that's an option to call a Lyft or an Uber. But now... <coughs> Guess who does get a, a ride share? Well, Tofino and Whistler have a ride share company now that is up and running. They have five drivers in Tofino and about 10 in Whistler now, which, I mean, makes sense. Those are huge tourist yeah. destinations, mm-hmm. and people from around the world kind of expect uh, a ride-hailing service when they go to these sort of destinations. Yeah. So they do have one company. It's called Whistle Ride, Cute. which I think is adorable, and their logo is a bear whistling, like using his hands to whistle which i just love so much and it's so fitting for those communities too it would be weird to see like an uber in tofino or whistler right they're small communities i suppose but yeah that's supposed to be the point of it well listen that's great um i'm sure it'll be lovely for whistler but i just think this is really gonna shake things up for the established existing (laughs) rideshare program that has existed in tofino for a long time what are you talking about well that's where a dude named captain dan Writes his phone number on a flyer and he hangs it in the brewery. <laughs> and then you drunkenly call him and then he gives you a boat right out to the island and he builds you a fire. Oh, nothing can beat that, though. We love you, Captain Dan. <laughs> what are we doing for Valentine's, do you reckon? Are you talking about me and you? Well, yeah. I don't know. Not. <sighs> it's coming up. Well, we should do something to celebrate. Like, we should, I don't know, give away roses or something. Yeah, we should do something for the, the people listening. Right, for listening. Um, today, though, as we're like a week or so out from Valentine's, there's this new online thing going around. I read about how today is Ghost Exorcism Day. Sounds spooky. I'm in. That's what I'd I thought. I'd like to celebrate it. Immediately, I was like, oh, Jane will be into this because of ghosts. But it's actually about romantic ghosting. Like, when you're... Seeing somebody and then they just like disappear on you and they ghost. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what are you supposed to do to celebrate this? Just like reach out and be like, hey, you ghosted me. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, I think you are supposed to actually do that. You're supposed to exercise them from your life by doing a couple of things. Number one, if you were, if you have ghosted somebody, mm-hmm. you're supposed to reach out to them and just be like, ah, I'm sorry, but that was bad behavior. So there's like no Ouija boards involved in this. There's no like, Jen, um, it's not about holy water you know what? or it's anything. You're not know, no. just like splash holy water on the them, be like, you've ghosted me, and now you're gone. Spirits of the dead. No, this is okay. about dating. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't do that like you would to an actual ghost to a person in real life. Do you know what? Yeah, if someone showed up to my door and was like, <laughs> "We used to date, and then you ghosted me, and then get me in the face with some holy water," I'd be like, <laughs> oh, "I had that one coming." Yeah. <laughs> I invite anyone who I have ghosted in the past to do that to me on today's day. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're going to get a bunch of holy water, right? People <laughs> be coming to your house with super soakers. <laughs> the province has announced to overhaul ICBC. Listen to this. I'm going to read to you, and I got audio here, too. Oh, sweet. Largely cutting lawyers out of the system. Whoa. Are there a bunch of lawyers in the system with ICBC? How does that work? I, I don't, don't know. know. They just made a claim, and what, what are the lawyers doing? Anyways, uh, apparently they're uh, driving prices up. Oh, my gosh. It's the way it is. Whether you're going to ICBC or you're getting a divorce, you go through lawyers, it's going to cost you more money. Hey. Government says a move to a so-called enhanced care system will cut premiums by 20%. I love the sound of that. Here's Oregon. so Here, great. I know, right? People are still paying way too much for their auto insurance.
Now, uh, and this though, this also is uh, the Attorney General uh, David Eby, Eby talking about uh, the new legislation as well. Here's the sentence. British Columbians shouldn't have to pay more just to fight their own insurance company in court for two or three years and pay a third or more of their care money to a lawyer in order to get the benefits they're entitled to. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm excited. I'm trying to be really optimistic about this. I'm taking it at face value. Mm-hmm. This government wants to do something good because I think it is the case, too, that B.C. pays way, way more, more for a car insurance mm-hmm. than other provinces. I'm glad that they're doing the research and being like, why are we paying more compared yeah. to the rest of Canada? It doesn't make any sense. What's the fat we can cut here? And they found 20%. Wow. Can you imagine? Now, listen, already online. I'm a dope, obviously. And again, I'm being optimistic. Already I've seen people be like, as if, as if they're really going to do this. And they're not, there's no way they're going to and all that. Mm-hmm. But I want to believe that this can happen mm-hmm. and that they are trying to do this. Wouldn't that be so wonderful? 20%. 20%. Of your A dream come true. Truly. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's the Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye! Bye.